January 26th, Matthew chapter 17, verses 10 through 27. His, Jesus' disciples, asked, Why do the teachers of religious law insist that Elijah must return before the Messiah comes? Jesus replied, Elijah is indeed coming first to set everything in order. But, I tell you, he has already come. But he wasn't recognized, and he was badly mistreated. And soon, the Son of Man will also suffer at their hands. Then the disciples realized he had been speaking of John the Baptist. When they arrived at the foot of the mountain, a huge crowd was waiting for them. A man came and knelt before Jesus and said, Lord, have mercy on my son, because he has seizures and suffers terribly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they couldn't heal him. Jesus replied, You stubborn, faithless people, how long must I be with you until you believe? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. Then Jesus rebuked the demon and the boy, and it left him. From that moment, the boy was well. Afterward, the disciples asked Jesus privately, Why couldn't we cast out that demon? You didn't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I assure you, even if you had faith as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, Move from here to there and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. One day, after they had returned to Galilee, Jesus told them, The Son of Man is going to be betrayed. He will be killed. But three days later, He will be raised from the dead. And the disciples' hearts were filled with grief. On their arrival in Capernaum, the tax collectors for the temple tax came to Peter and asked him, doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Of course he does, Peter replied. Then he went into the house to talk to Jesus about it. But before he had a chance to speak, Jesus asked him, What do you think, Peter? Do kings tax their own people, or the foreigners they have conquered? They tax the foreigners, Peter replied. Well then, Jesus said, The citizens are free. However, we don't want to offend them. So go down to the lake and throw in a line. Open the mouth of the first fish you catch, and you will find a coin. Take the coin and pay the tax for both of us. Uh, my name is TJ Carlson, and I've been at the refuge for about four months. I just graduated the third phase today, uh, January 25th. And when I first got here, I was stubborn, hot-headed. I didn't really like um, considering other people's opinions about me. I didn't feel like um, what they had to say was valid, honestly. And uh, since I've been here, I've learned a lot about myself as far as it goes, uh, them things. And um, the how valuable other people, other people's opinion can really be, I guess, when you listen to them, you take the time to sit back and consider how somebody else feels about something. You know, it took me a while to, to honestly start like really feeling like that. I always thought I did before, but the refuge has made me correct a lot of stuff about myself. And um, 
And uh, as far as it goes, like, as far as God and all that goes, man, he's playing a major role in my life. I feel like he always has. So I really don't got too much to say about that. Honestly, it's just I just appreciate everybody that's been in my life, been here for me. You know, they uh, helped me push forward through all this. And it's pretty rough sometimes, but knowing that you got support, especially when you're trying to do something positive, man, it's like the best feeling in the world because I didn't have that before. And um, so I still have my days every once in a while where I want to give up and I still want to quit. But I talked to one of my brothers here, man, and they they, they helped me get through it, you know. And um, I guess just... Depending on the people that's here with you, man, people you're going through the mud with, depending on them is like, that's what didn't help me out the most here so far, honestly, the relationships I've built. And um, I don't know, I'm just grateful for all that. I'm grateful for the things God has put in my life as far as it comes to better decision making and just better people. So I don't really know, man. Just, I don't know, keep your head up. It's going to be rough days. You'll get through it by depending on the person that's next to you, because nine times out of 10, they're going through something where they can relate to you more than you think. So holding stuff in, it don't really help that much because I thought it was going to help me when I did it, but it really just made my attitude worse, honestly, and it made me real sumptuous about people. But I'll be quick to call somebody else about, call somebody else out about them being like that. So I had to learn that too. Like, that's not cool, man. You got you to gotta be open, be relational with the people around you. And, yeah, and pretty much everybody here was helping me get through all this, man. You know, I'm very appreciative of it. And I love everybody that I met here, man. I built some beautiful relationships. And I'm going to finish this all the way through, you know. And it wouldn't, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for uh, Derek Harris. And I wouldn't have stayed if it wasn't for the understanding people that I've met since I've been here. And that's pretty much everybody here. So talk to whoever's around you, man. You'll be surprised with somebody else has in common with you and uh, appreciate all y'all love y'all and uh, talk to me whenever you need me hey guys this is Aaron third phase um, give a little bit of my testimony uh, this past summer I had to hit a hard rock bottom one deeper than I've ever been in uh, my sister had been trying to get me to come to the refuge for about 10 years and I never gave it the time of day um, but I moved up to Cincinnati running from some of my problems in Florida only to find like I made bigger problems for myself real quick down in Cincinnati and in a state of desperation and total brokenness I decided to do something that I had never done before and that was to give God a chance and some sobriety a chance and decided to make the call uh, I overdosed actually the night before I came in it's a miracle that I even made it in I just can't really name anything I didn't do that night before and even had my uber drop me off an hour and a half in the wrong place from the intake house in Lancaster and still in the delirium and delusion I still made it in by the grace of God uh, I'm five months in I've never been more than a month sober I've never not had anything in my system um, my violent past is 
it's still there, but the violent tendencies and urges have gone away. It's not a life I desire to live no more. Um, my faith is definitely building. I can feel it each day. Uh, and that was something I was lacking in before, preferred to lack, because I thought I could take care of myself. God every day is showing me the growth that I have uh, and showing me what I could possibly have to come. You know, family restoration is happening every day. Just today, um, the door opened for me to talk to my oldest daughter that I haven't spoke to in eight years. So things are definitely happening a lot quicker than I ever imagined and would have ever gave God the credit. Um, even with my fam, my dad, my sister, uh, they wouldn't have given me the time of day before because I was nothing but a liar, thief, manipulator. And now what they've seen God do in my life, they're willing to help me out with anything. And I don't want to just take advantage of that or take it for granted. Uh, every day I'm trying to prove to myself and I find out I can only do that when I give things to God. I'm finding my own personal relationship with God, and I love it. It doesn't have to be a relationship that anybody tells me to have. It's what me and him have together, and it's a great thing. So I just want to encourage you guys to keep pushing on. Uh, it gets better. It gets brighter. And uh, love you guys. Have a good day.